The Jerusalem Post is concerned about Jewish soldiers converting to Christianity, and Iran is waving the red flag of retaliation for the bombing that killed 84. North Korea fires into South Korea after military prepares for war, and King Charles may give up his crown to Prince William. All this and more today on Open Line. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is Open Line Friday, so we're talking about whatever you want to. We do have a few stories prepared, so we'll get into some of that while you're loading up the phone lines. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you today. Doug, you're so nice and awesome that we've got to celebrate your birthday two days in a row. Happy birthday, Doug. Oh, thank you so the much. The grill master here at End Time, or at least one of them. The grill master, yeah. Yeah, look at the screen, Doug. You're looking away, but oh, there's boy, that Doug looks with great. his birthday hat That's on. That's not my steak, though. I didn't make that one. No, so. no. You would have made it a little bit more done, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Happy birthday. How'd y'all get the birthday hat on my head? That looks great. Oh, well, with the little we have professionals here. That nice. If we let creative be creative, you never know what they'll do. As long as the talent stays the talent. <laughs> All right, so happy birthday to Doug. That's one reason to call in, if nothing else. And uh, we're going to get into some of these stories, uh, namely the Jerusalem Post is concerned about Jewish soldiers converting to Christianity because of what Christians are doing for the soldiers right now. Before we talk about that, I want to remind you about our friends at First Cup. They're a Christian-owned Patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of their roasts, ground, whole bean, or even the pods for all you Keurig machine users, which I do not get you. But nonetheless, you can ditch the grocery store coffee that's been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com. Use code time to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off. Go to firstcup.com. Use code time to get 10% off today. It's probably the freshest coffee that you'll drink maybe ever. So do that today. Happy birthday, Doug, again. Hope you get your first cup on Sunday. When is that's your actual birthday, by the way? Yes. You turn. Are you telling your age? I'm 57. I don't care if everybody Sunday. knows. 57 Sunday. On Sunday. 57 on Sunday. Yeah. All right. Well, we're excited for you. We're going to keep celebrating all day today. So happy <laughs> birthday to Thank Doug. Thank you to everybody that already has sent me uh, happy birthday wishes. I appreciate it. But it's okay if you don't. <laughs> that's all right. You don't have to do that. I just thank you all for saying happy. Birthday. He doesn't like the attention, but man, I love when there's. 500 comments in there telling Doug happy birthday. That's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Doug's worth celebrating. Oh, sure. Dave and Jana, they're out of town right now. They're in Westlaco, West Texas. Dave yeah. will be teaching understanding the end time and breaking prophecy news. So you need to, if you're in the Westlaco, Texas area, make plans to come out and meet Dave and Jana this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Dave will be talking about, again, understanding the end time and breaking prophecy news. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the specific venue. The following week, he's going to be here in Dallas. I'll be there. A number of end time team members will be there as well. So you can get all that information at endtime.com slash events. All right, Doug, what do we need to know about the Jerusalem Post and their concerns about uh, Jews converting to Christianity? Well, Vince, the thing about this is this has always been a thing we we saw earlier in the year we saw that um, there was some uh, lawmakers there in the Knesset who were trying to get it banned for Christians to proselytize and they were trying to get Netanyahu uh, to outlaw it to where they could put people in jail if they were caught proselytizing of course 
Benjamin Netanyahu at that time shut that down. But it seems like now since they're, they're at war and there's been a lot of uh, Christian ministries who have begun to help uh, with some of the needs there for the soldiers, you know, with care packages and things like that. Now they're also distributing some uh, gospel tracts as well as some books and things like that and actually proselytizing and talking to Jews about the gospel. And so that is the fear in this article. This came from the Jerusalem Post is where it came from. But uh, Can I ask you a quick question? Absolutely. You used a word that I don't think is that normal. Okay. I think it's uh, Christianese stuff proselytize. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for all the people out there that don't know what that means? Well, proselytizing is, you know, going to someone who's of a different faith and talking to them about Jesus, trying to convert them to Christianity. So that's what... Converting them from their current religion. So mm -hmm. you're not allowed to do that in Israel. No, you are not. There have been Christian leaders, literally one specifically that comes to mind, I think it was last year, um, they were starting a television network in Israel. Mm-hmm. And they were on an interview, I believe it was here in the States, talking about how they were going to use that television network to convert Jews. Well, that was not the plan submitted to the Israeli government, right. of course, because that would not have got approved. And that, that uh, clip circulated and it got not only the channel shut down before it even launched, but also I think his visas were revoked and he was kicked out of the country. So yeah. you it's cannot pretty, proselytize in Israel. Right. It's a pretty serious uh, you know, deal there. But I mean, this is nothing new. I mean, you know, we talked about it last week about Matthew 24, where Jesus says, because of my name, you'll be hated by many nations. And uh, I mean, you're not necessarily hated, but you're, you're frowned down upon. And, and over the past six months, there have been more and more videos of Christian gatherings uh, that Jewish people have protested and gotten in people's face and, you know, yelled and screamed at them and things like that when uh, Christians were coming together. And that's been brought to our attention. We've seen the videos. But this is one of those uh, situations. It was actually brought up to us, uh, Vince, by someone who um, is associated to our Jerusalem Prophecy College there in Israel. You know, we have a college there and, uh, and we, we teach... Uh, many things within prophecy, but we also uh, do the life and teachings of Jesus Christ and go through all semesters of that there at the college. I mean, everything that's in our JPC college is there. JPC online, yeah. Yeah, and of course, you know, Pastor Baxter started with Daniel. Uh, he knew that was the best way to reach the Jews because the Jews are, are um, you know, they're pretty familiar with the book of Daniel. It's in the Old Testament. They have it in, uh, in their writings. And so... Uh, one of the best places in there is, you know, Daniel 9.26, where it talks about Messiah being cut off and then the temple would be destroyed. That's a great way to be able to help a Jewish person understand that Jesus was the Messiah. He was the one there claiming to be the Messiah at the time. And then, you know, the temple was destroyed in 70 AD after Jesus was, was killed. And it talks about Messiah being cut off, but not of himself. And so it's a good, you know, part of the book where you can share that with a Jewish person and help them see Jesus is the Messiah there. But anyway, having said all that, that's what this is about. They, there's a big ruckus right now to where they're trying to um, make it illegal for Christians to talk about the gospel to folks. So, And, and we're going to be talking about how North Korea is firing into South Korea. Mm -hmm. Iran's saying they're going to retaliate. Right. Um, some suggestions are coming forth that America and Israel might be behind that ISIS attack in Iran. Right. There's all sorts of stuff like that. And so 
there's no telling what 2024 is going to bring with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the things happening around the world. And we saw in 2020 that, you know, there were people even, I remember last year clips going around here in Dallas. Uh, I can't remember, I think it was in Costco's, but people were climbing on each other to get bags of rice because we were going to have a rice shortage. And there's all sorts of things like that yeah. that's brewing and people are legit scared about it. Now we don't teach that people should be scared about it, right. but we do talk about being prepared and being smart about things. And so, you know, people will ask us, you know, uh, what if there's a way to have an affordable three month emergency supply of food? And we've got good news because there is readypantry.com slash end time. They offer amazing 25 year shelf stable food, includes meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, not to mention the peace of mind you're going to get knowing you have an emergency supply of food ready for anything. Power outages, hurricanes, grid collapses, war, the list goes on and on. Ready Pantry is an American-based company that all products sourced here in America, and they're offering discounts of up to 20% off for 3 to 12 months supply. So go to readypantry.com slash endtime, use code endtime, and save an additional 10% off your order. Plus, you're going to get free shipping on all orders at readypantry.com slash endtime. Doug, um, Omakaro is watching on Facebook and he wants to know, he's from Nigeria and he says, does his country play a role in this end time prophecies? Well, uh, that's a good question. I would have to, to look and break down the nations that are probably in Ezekiel 38 and 39, but I would say they will probably be part of the one world government that's associated with the ten horned beast and the seven headed beast there in Revelation 13. I haven't looked at it um, as thoroughly to be able to see exactly, but we do know that the only nations that seem to be against uh, that one world government system is going to be Israel first off, who, uh, you know, the whole battle of Armageddon will be over uh, the Temple Mount and Jerusalem itself. And so that, that will be one nation that we know stands up and kicks back against the Antichrist. Uh, also, Jordan is specifically mentioned in scripture in uh, Daniel 11:41. And then uh, we don't believe that the United States will be part of that beast system because uh, it says that the wings of the eagle are helping to protect Israel. So I would imagine that um, those, all the other nations will be part of that. We know the Antichrist will have some battles, some wars that he'll have to fight during uh, his time because we see that in uh, Daniel 11 and we know that there are some skirmishes that go on uh, as far as specifically saying that that country is or isn't I would have to look and really look into Ezekiel 38 and 39 and the nations that are listed there to know for sure but um, I'm pretty sure they will be part of that uh, one world beast. Anything about Africa in general that you know of? Well we know that there are places like Ethiopia and other places within that region that are part of that beast and so um, I would say yeah pretty much you know any anything within that region and and that part of the world will be associated with that. All right um, do you want to go to the phones now you want to cover more stories? Sure it's uh, it's phone in Friday so let's let's we should go. change the name that's there, a great line. There you go. <laughs> All right we are going to go to Tennessee now John is watching there. John welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you. Happy Absolutely. birthday Doug from Laura and I. Thank you, John. And, uh, it's a good thing that your birthday is being appreciated because you're being appreciated. Amen. Well, thank anyway, you very much. I find it interesting, that little tidbit you threw out there, that uh, Charles may step down and hand off his crown. Yeah. 
Yeah, there there were several stories about that, John, um, and I, I had not seen anything about it, and I was talking to one of our production guys, actually my son-in-law, Landon, I was speaking with him, and he was telling me about it this morning, and then uh, after he sent me a couple of articles, other people started sending it to me, and so I was like, okay, this is something that they're talking about. It's hot in the news right now. This is a big deal. Uh, so it is interesting. Give us your take, John, because I can tell you have a take on it. So give us your take of what you think that might mean. Well, I would think that with what I have looked at throughout the uh, last year or two with Charles, that he may be uh, trying to situate himself in a uh, power position of the New World Order or the rebuilt Holy Roman Empire. I, I don't see him as the Antichrist. I really never have. But more of a, a public spokesman or someone who would uh, make the announcements, unlike a press secretary, but more like a secretary of state kind of individual. Mm-hmm. But that's just my take on to it. Well, I mean, that's a that's a good take um, because we really don't know at this point. What the articles are telling us uh, is that because his, uh, I believe it's his cousin uh, who is stepping down from her role. And let's see if I can look in there and see exactly where that's at right now. Now, John, I want to butt in real quick here and tell you not to get the cart in front of the horse. <laughs> That you know, we don't necessarily need to be looking for the Antichrist right now. Oh, oh look! Look don't at need Vince. Don't worry about the Antichrist. <laughs> he will make himself readily known ah. to the entire world. And yeah, and we'll know it when it happens. So, Absolutely, when God wants us to know it, we will know it. Even though I'm sure by the time that happens, mm-hmm. Christians who have thought about it or have knowledge and understanding, as the book says, will probably not be a bit surprised. Right. Yeah. Well, this article says that um, his cousin, it's it, its his cousin or it's actually the third cousin of the late Queen Elizabeth is what it says. Uh, she just stepped down as Denmark's queen or announced on New Year's as Denmark's queen and she's giving her throne to her son. Uh, she is um, 83 years old. And so she revealed this in a New Year's speech on December 31st that she'd be stepping down on January 14th. And so I guess that some of the people were talking about, okay, if she's going to do this and give her throne up to Crown Prince uh, Frederick, then uh, maybe that's why they're talking about uh, King Charles being able to do this. Um, He has said that he would like to to give his throne over to his son and to... um, William and Kate while they're young and uh, so that's one of the things that is being discussed in these articles but I you know we were discussing this in our production meeting and we were talking about what this could mean because somebody said well maybe William could rise up and be the Antichrist you know and there's been some talk about that and surprised Vince hadn't already thrown that out actually but I've been dying to over here <laughs> but uh, you know I that's one of the things we talked about is a scenario of if he was maybe doing a power play here and what if he was lining himself up with 10 Kings? Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. We don't know, but it's something to think about. And so I was, I was glad to hear somebody else was thinking that way. Yeah, I've, I've never really pictured him as an antichrist. Yeah. More of a mouthpiece, the mouth of the lion. I mean, 
that right. just kind of hit me and stuck with me. Well, you know, there's the popular really writing. In my uh, mind as an antichrist, but right. hey, I could be wrong. Well, there's we a popular writing it. out there that's uh, the Antichrist and a cup of tea. I'm sure you've heard of it or maybe familiar with it. We've yeah, talked I've, about it before. You know, heard rumors of that. Yeah. But uh, I, I think of him more as a someone who puts himself out there as a spokesperson, Secretary of State, someone who goes from place to place trying to, you know, peacefully make this happen right. during those times of war when we know it's going to be. They're going to be trying to take on smaller countries and overcome them and add them to the right. world order. Well, there's even been some rumors that some of it could have to do with the Epstein files that are being, uh, the documents uh, that are being released and things like that. Of course, uh, we I don't know. Doubt seriously, they would have ever let him get involved in that. Yeah. Well, I would have thought that the Queen would have taken him down and giving him small spanking or that kind of stuff. Well, it, she may have, you know. <laughs> but the the deal is there, too. I mean, that's one of those things people are kicking around now. And so, you know, well, I've had people ask me that today in some of the emails that I got that was linking to these articles. So th it's always fun and interesting to, to talk about the what-ifs and, and the scenarios that co come up there. But, you know, bottom line, we, we don't know. We just don't have scripture to support that kind of stuff. So all we, we can do is speculate. our eyes open and have understanding and learn as we go. Absolutely. Anyway. All right, John, thanks for your call. To you and good to talk to both of you. Yes, sir. Likewise. Have a wonderful time, and I'll let you have some real calls. How's that? <laughs> God bless right. you. Happy John, we always love hearing from you and Laura, of course. Um, Doug, so is Prince William the Antichrist? <laughs> well, Vince, I'm surprised you asked that question, but not really. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know at this point. I mean, he if, he, if he gets the crown as king, he <clears> would be somebody that we would keep an eye on and see. There, there has been some interesting um, photographs that I was shown today that he took with lambs and things like that, almost looking like a Messiah figure, you know, in these pictures. So it's interesting. Of course, you know, his mom was very popular with people, too. That would make him a popular person, uh, you know, because his, his mom was adored and loved by a lot of people. And so, um, you know, I think that the public really adores him in the same way because mm -hmm. of his mom. And, and he's got, you know, a great-looking family. I mean, he's got a sweet wife that's done some wonderful things, kind of followed in the footsteps of, of um, Diana, you know. And, and well, so, some people think the, hom um, the Antichrist is going to be a homosexual. You bring up his wife while we're talking about the potential. So can right. you talk about that for a sec? Well, you know, the scripture doesn't actually say that he is going to be homosexual. It says that, uh, I can't remember exactly how it's worded. I have to look up the scripture, but it talks about the desire of women. And so that's one of the things that we talked about before is that, you know, really the desire of women is to, to have babies and be a mom. And so we've thought that maybe that scripture could mean that, um, you know, he is uh, for abortion, you know, and, and kind of with the world agenda, how they're trying to reduce the population and talk about reducing the population. That's one reason why, you know, they, they might make abortion uh, readily available and things like that, that maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, but also it talks about, um, you know, the, the God of his fathers and things like that. So there's just that scripture is something that we really would need to look at to, to be able to say that from that scripture we know he's going to be homosexual. And no, we can't say that. 
Gotcha. All right, is Prince William the Antichrist? We're not sure yet, but what are your thoughts? Put it in the comments. If you think it's Prince William, just type his name, Prince William. Let's see how many people out there are on that train. A lot of people say King Charles a lot, Doug, so uh, it'll be interesting to see who people put out there for their Antichrist. We are taking your calls. It's Open Line Friday, so we're going to talk about whatever you want to. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget, we need your help when you share this video, when you comment, when you engage with other people in the chat, when you give us the heart. It helps us out a lot, get through the algorithms, get to your friends and family, and we need all the help we can get because we are one of the most censored Christian organizations on the internet. So please help us out by sharing this video right now and hearting and commenting. All right, we are headed toward a presidential election. So there's one thing that you can be sure of in 2024. That'll be that it's a turbulent year. Not only all the things we're talking about so far, but of course election after 2020 is going to be quite interesting. You already seen the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store, the dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than wages can increase. How are you going to protect your savings from globalist policies that are being implemented? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold's been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just visit birchgold.com slash endtime and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold so you can pray about it and figure out what's best for your family. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. So with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Go to birchgold.com slash endtime to claim your free info kit today. All right, Doug, Heather Jones is watching on Facebook. She wants to know, how does anyone know that we're not already in the final seven years? Okay, it's a very good question. Um, this is how we believe that we can know this because in Daniel 9, 27, it tells us that there's going to be a final seven years there. And when that starts, there will be a covenant uh, with many that kicks that off. Now, I know that some people have taught uh, that the Pope actually started this with his uh, encyclical that he wrote and it all has to do with the 2030 agenda and, and lining up with the goals of the UN and all those things because they believe that 2023 when he wrote this would be the 2030 would be the wrap up of that final seven years. But what we believe that says Vince and you know this in 927 is that the Antichrist is going to make a covenant. That covenant is going to be Israel's right to exist in the land. So when you think about what's going on in Israel right now, it plays completely into what we've been teaching all these years, that there would be a war that would happen that would be so bad that one third of mankind would die. And from that, we would see a peace agreement come out. So right now, everything is pointing to that direction. You've got the Palestinians and the Israelis at war. You've got the, both of those people want that area as their own. They claim it as their own. The Palestinians say they live in an occupied land, that the Israelis are occupying their territory. But the Bible says that that land belongs to Israel. So that covenant that the Antichrist will uh, confirm with many is Israel's right to exist. We kind of went over everything yesterday with the peace agreement and what we believe that that will have to have, those elements that will be there is a Palestinian state, the sharing of the Temple Mount, an Israeli temple built there and sacrifices being resumed and all that being under an international government, a, a global governance. Uh, and so we talked about that yesterday. The EU 
wants to initiate that, that uh, you know, the global um, entity there would push this on them and make them have this peace agreement. So they're talking about the very thing that's in uh, Daniel 9.27, and that says that that starts that final seven years. All right, makes it plain as day. Thank you so much, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right. All right. We are going to North Carolina now. David is watching there. David, welcome to the End Time Show. Yes, how you guys doing? And I want to say, Vince, that is a snazzy, snazzy jacket. Well, it's thank very you, nice sir. on you. I'm jealous. I got to uh, make sure my son hears that because he tells me I shouldn't wear this on the show. He's five years old. so. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm also 41, so maybe I'm not the best person. <laughs> I like it, though, David. Uh, thank you. No problem. And uh, happy birthday, Doug. I was going to sing you a birthday you. song, but I don't know if you're ready for a hood birthday song. So I'm going <laughs> to save that for next year. Oh, All Doug's right, from Mesquite. He's ready for a hood birthday. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll, I'll do it for you real fast. Okay. Uh, now, I want to caveat this with I can't sing, so you can't hang up on me. All right. All right. So, today's your birthday. Today is your birthday. A happy, happy birthday. A happy, happy birthday. Today is your birthday. I've Today heard this one. Today is your yeah, birthday. A happy, happy birthday. A happy, happy birthday. Now, David, it's January David. 5th. We've already got the best show of the year. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get serious with you guys for a second now. Uh, my question is about the Sixth Trumpet War. And uh, with the pressure that Russia or that Putin is feeling from his own uh, cabinet to... Uh, attack England. Are you guys, I know it's been your opinion through the years that World War Six, and I know you you always stress it was an opinion, that World War Three would start off in the Middle East. Are you guys still holding to that? Are you now watching more closely the situation with Russia and Ukraine? It started off as a regional war, but it seems that, that uh, Russia's determined to get other countries involved. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that we've talked about because of the regional thing that you're talking about there, David, is because it says that those angels are bound up in the great river Euphrates. So we've looked at that region. And of course, right now that region's very hot. There's war going on there. Uh, a lot of things are happening there. So we, we do not rule that out. But one of the things Vince and I have uh, discussed before, and we've talked about even on the program, is that uh, perhaps these angels that are loosed are like the four horsemen in Revelation chapter 6 that go out into the world in different regions and, uh, and give the men the ideas for these ideologies. And so th that could be the same thing that happens with these spirits. We don't know for sure, but we, it looks like to us, in our opinion, that it's going to start in that region of the Euphrates River. But with the things that are being talked about right now, you know, we talked about it yesterday with Russia and uh, the possibility that they may attack uh, Europe, Great Britain specifically, and then America would have to come to that. That could very much start that war. Thanks for your call, David. We're out of time. Coming up on a break here, there are open lines at 877-ENZYME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. If for nothing else, to top David's call about Doug's birthday, uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. 
direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 Endtime. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. Don't forget, Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Westlaco, Texas this weekend. Starting tomorrow night, Dave's going to be teaching on understanding the end time. And then also Sunday, he'll be teaching breaking prophecy news. So it's a weekend you definitely don't want to miss if you're in the Westlaco area. Please make plans to attend. You'll be able to meet Dave and Jana, have a conversation with them, and then enjoy a great prophecy lesson. And then have a connection with community all throughout the church there. So there'll be hundreds of people um, for at the conference. So if you want to connect with folks, now's a great time to do it, especially around... Um, these like-minded things that we'll be discussing. So endtime.com slash events to learn more about the conference in Westlake. Of course, Dave will also be teaching in Dallas area next week. I'll be there. Several of our team members will be there as well um, in Garland specifically. So you can get the information on endtime.com slash events for that as well. All right, Doug, there's so much to talk about. So much. We have several open lines. So if anyone wanted on, today's the day to call 877 times the number to join us. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we covering more stories, or is it time for the Joe Show? Well, this is Joe from Texas. Well. <laughs> so it's a different Joe. A different Joe, <laughs> a different Joe Show. Right, there you go. Is it time for Joe from Texas? Sure, we can go to the... All yeah. right, Joe in Texas, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. You don't sound like Joe from New York at all. No, no, no. Uh, and I'm going to do you all a favor. I'm not going to sing Happy Birthday in Espanol. Okay. Well, okay. Doug is you married to a Hispanic that. woman, right. so that wouldn't bother him at all. But no. Well, it's just the voice. It's the voice. I hear so, you. I hear you. Okay. I respect that, Joe. Hey, Thank you. I was going to uh, say something about uh, the Antichrist uh, and how he's not going to be royalty. He's going to come up by intrigue, and I think he's going to be somebody like uh, Elon Musk or like Mark Zuckerberg, who, or somebody that has access to covert in, or to uh, information. And he's going to. The Bible says he's going to. He's not going to be given the honor of, of royalty. He's he's not going to be a king or anything like that. That's my estimation. He's also going to be pretty strong, and uh, Elon Elon looks a lot stronger than uh, Mark Zuckerberg. So he's my guest, and I know he's from South Africa, and 
but uh, he could come up over there. Anyway, the second thing is is uh, the the uh, the desire of women. I was listening to y'all speak about that, and um, I think Doug said something about <clears throat> uh, the main idea of that sentence. I've always thought this. The main idea of that sentence is what kind of God is he not going to serve? He's not going to uh, regard the God of forces or something. I can't, I'm not looking at it right now. And he's not going to uh, ignore the desire of women. Well, is there a God who is the desire of women? Well, there's more Christian women than women love Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I think the desire of women uh, is Jesus, and he's not going to regard any other God. And then uh, there is a verse in the Bible that says the desire of nations shall come, and I think that's about Jesus also. So that's what I had to say. Well, all right. Well, thank you, Joe, for calling. Um <coughs> I will say, you know, I mean, I, I know that Elon and some of the other people that you mentioned could be, um, they could be of Antichrist spirit and things for that. But, uh, you know, the Bible does say that he is a king. And in uh, Daniel eleven thirty six it says, And the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god. And so he is going to be a king. And we also know that he's going to rise up out of ten kings. Uh, so, so we know those things about him. He will be a political figure. When we look at um, the Holy Roman Empire, and that's what we believe that this is going to be a reborn Holy Roman Empire, we get that information from uh, Daniel chapter 2, uh, where it talks about the feet of the statue of uh, the feet of iron mingled with clay has the ten toes. It's the same thing as the beast with the ten horns in Daniel 7. But the clay and the iron, the iron represents the Roman Empire. The clay represents the Holy Roman Empire. And so when you see those two elements together, it's going to be a reborn Holy Roman Empire. That's one place that we get that information from, from Scripture. But also when you look in Daniel uh, 9.26, it says the prince of the people that shall come and destroy the city and the sanctuary. The people that destroyed the city and the sanctuary was Rome. And so the prince that it's referring to is the he in verse 27 that makes the covenant with many. So he will be a political figure. Like I said before, the uh, Holy Roman Empire has always been run by a political figure and then a spiritual figure. And we see the same thing in Revelation 13. We see the one world beast. We see its leader. He makes war against the saints. He prevails against them for 42 months. And then he has a partner that is called the false prophet. And we know that there's two of them because in Revelation 19 at the Battle of Armageddon, we see that the the beast and the false prophet are both thrown into the lake of fire. So we know that it's going to be that same similar type of environment there. But I agree with you on the situation with the women and the desire of women. That's a good point. And um, so anyway, great call. Thanks for your call, Joe. Now, Doug, I'll add that we did a show in 2022, April of 2022. You know my mic's off, so they can well, barely hear me. they need to hear you better. So I was coughing up a lung over here, so <laughs> I muted myself and forgot to unmute. Anyway, um, we, had, we did a show in April of 2022, Is Elon Musk the Antichrist? It's available for free at watch.endtime.com on End Time Plus. You can go there and search Elon Musk. There'll be three episodes that appear. So we did that one in 22, and then last year we did a follow-up episode about Elon Musk and his potential antichrist status. So we deep dive into that and yeah. cover it in detail. Um, so yeah, 
you answered it thoroughly there. Yeah. We'll go check it I out. I tried anyway. Um, <laughs> ready to go to the next call, Doug? Yeah, let's do it. All right, John from Delaware is calling. John, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Hi, John. Uh, how you doing? We're well. Good. How are you? Thanks, John. Doing great. Calling for Biden country. My, my, my. <laughs> I just want to let you know uh, we haven't bought the Bidenomics hook, line, and sinker at all, right? We're not, <laughs> we, haven't swall, swall, uh, we haven't swallowed that for sure. All right. But, um, Maya, uh, what I want to say is um, I, I, we watch the show regularly. Most of the time, my wife and I, particularly at night, we watch the recordings. And uh, we watch it, and often people call in and preach. Some people call in and teach. Some people call in with questions. And I think even yesterday I heard somebody sing a song. <laughs> and uh, happy birthday, Doug. Thank you. But um, wanted to say, and this is my only thing I really wanted to call in and say, is you guys are so gracious with uh, the way you manage your callers. And we just want to tell you thank you. And it makes it a pleasure to watch the show. And that was it. I just wanted to, to to call and tell you guys thanks. Well, thank you, John. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. we don't get calls like this every day, no. John, as you know. So <laughs> we appreciate your yeah. uh, kindness. Uh, you, and you guys are awesome. You get you have the patience, and you let people go ahead and whatever they're doing, right? Read the preaching, teaching with a question, and you guys let them voice it out. And I just want to tell you thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you and, John. You know, we appreciate all it. glory goes to God because Vince and I kind of got tossed into this, John. So this is <laughs> oh. not something you know that we've been geared up for for years. We kind of got thrown into the ring, and so we just depend on the Lord to help us every day. So we appreciate and that. Thank you. You guys do a great job, and thank and you, and you guys have a great responsibility. As we learned, you know, as you shared yesterday, right, with the recordings and things of that that and that nature. So, and you guys are handling it wonderful. So, thank you. And I trust me, I'll be calling in in the future with some questions. All right. Love it, we John. Thanks so it. much. God bless you. Uh, we appreciate it very much. We have open lines at 877 end time 877-363-8463. Give us a call. Don't forget to share this video, to give us a heart, not just a blue thumbs up, but giving us the heart. Uh, does a little bit more for the algorithm and then also commenting, you know, uh, is Elon Musk the Antichrist? I was going to ask that question earlier and forgot about it, but what do you think? Is it Elon? Go ahead and put it in the chat. All right, we are going to Arkansas. Brenda is watching there. Brenda, welcome to the End Time Show. Brenda, are you there? Hello. Hi, Brenda. Welcome to the show. Well, uh, happy birthday, Doug. Well, thank you, Brenda. I appreciate and that. My question is, um, do you believe that the Antichrist could be a Nephilim, a hybrid person? I, I don't think so, What? but here's why. Here's why I think that. Because um, we believe that when we see that war happen in Revelation chapter 12, and we know that it says that the devil and the angels are, um, that they're bound to the earth. They, they lose their place in heaven forever. They're bound to the earth. We believe that at that time, whoever this political leader will be that's going to be over the one world government, that the um, devil will actually enter into him and possess him like he did Judas uh, on the night that he betrayed Christ. And that he'll, he'll actually just be a man that the devil will inhabit his body and, and possess him. Um, there's no real strong scripture for that other than the example of what happened with Judas. But I believe that the Antichrist is going to be a man 
Uh, I know that a lot of people have tried to say that he's something more because they believe that when it says that one of the heads were wounded as into death uh, and it came back to life, they believe that he'll die and come back to life. Some people have even said that he'll be shot in the head and, and come back to life. But that's not what that scripture is actually referring to. It's referring to one of the heads of the beast and the beast has seven heads and that's talking about that world government and we know that the one beast that has more than one head is Germany. And so we, we understand that that fatal wound was actually when the Berlin Wall came up. And when it came back to life was when the Berlin Wall came down. And now Germany is in its fourth and most richest Reich. And it's on the move again. And they will continue to rise in rank and power throughout the end time according to Revelation 13, 1 and 2. Thank you. It was a great answer. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, yeah. Brenda. God bless you. We appreciate your call. Doug, Brenda gave me a show idea. Will the Antichrist be a fallen angel? There you go. Maybe next week. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Open lines again, 877 end times the number to join us. We're going to go to Matt in Texas. Matt, welcome to the End Time Show. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes, um, sir. When Jesus comes out of that eastern sky on that white horse, and he raptures the church, the way I read uh, the book of Revelation, is that the dead come first, or, or go with him first. If a person's cremated um, versus just a one-body burial, we're all combined as Christians to, uh, to follow Jesus into heaven. And... What scripture can you find that in? You follow me? I'm, I'm not sure I quite understand. Are you saying that if you've been um, cremated, cremated, how will you rise from the dead? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, of course, Jesus can do anything, right? Right. I mean, he's, I mean, he's the miracle worker. Right. And so and uh, one of the things yeah. that we, I need to kind of probably make sure, Matt, that you understand that we teach is that we believe in a post-tribulation rapture for one thing. So you, know, you understand that? Okay, when you say post-tribulation. Yeah, we're, I, I, we're talking about at the end of the tribulation is when we believe Jesus comes back, okay? And okay, so... I thought the rapture occurs prior to the tribulation. Is that not... Well, Is according to theory, yes, well, that's a Doug. We yeah. are coming up on a break <laughs> oh, here. Matt, Matt, if you don't mind, we're going to have to put you on hold and bring you back after the break. I'm so sorry uh, to have cut you off, but we will bring you back after the break. It's only one minute, so we'll be back very soon. Open lines 877 end time 877-363-8463. We have four open lines, so if you want to be on the show, we'll do our best to get you on in the last segment. So give us a call. We'll be right back. understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is.
time is not going anywhere. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before the break, Matt from Texas called, and he was asking about cremation and the rapture and when the Lord returns and uh, fights the armies of the world government system, uh, how that all is going to play out. And Doug, I guess because it's his birthday and he's feeling froggy, had to throw in the we're post-trib hook. <laughs> well... And so it was right before the break, and uh, so that's where we left off. So, okay. Um, Matt, you still I with us, I feel like bro? a referee in a boxing ring. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. Yet, uh, right, I'm still on right here. Okay. All right, Matt. So in, in Matthew uh, 24, Jesus talks about um, the abomination of desolation. He tells us, this is in uh, Matthew 24, 15 through 21. He tells us that the abomination of desolation, that that will start um, the great tribulation that we've never seen before, nor will ever be again. And in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, Jesus gives us another uh, understanding of what happens time-wise. He says in 2429, immediately after the tribulation of those days. So he's saying this happens after that. The sun okay. shall be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the sun coming in the clouds with, of heaven with power and great glory, and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds and from one end of heaven to the other. So he says immediately after the tribulation of those days, this is when this happens. Now that's a beautiful picture of the rapture there, okay, Matt? Now, Okay, so that's the seven-year tribulation you're talking about. That's uh, at the end. We... That's another question. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so the other thing is we don't believe there's going to be seven years of tribulation because the Bible says there's going to be a final seven years, but the first three and a half years of that is going to seem like peace. But the Antichrist stands up in the middle of that and causes the abomination of desolation. Jesus says specifically in Matthew 24, 15, that that abomination of desolation is what triggers the Great Tribulation, and that is a three and a half year time period. So in Daniel chapter 7, it says he makes war with the saints for time, times, and a half a time. Times is one year, or time is one year, times is two years, and then a half a time is half a year. And in other scripture in Revelation 13, it says he makes war with the saints for 42 months. Both of those equal a three and a half year period. And so we understand the tribulation to only last three and a half years. Okay? So, okay. Pastor Baxter used to say, hey, I gave you a half-off sale on tribulation. You should be real <laughs> happy. So, but, but this is yeah. in the scriptures. And so that's what we understand. And, and so what you ask, I'm going to get to that now so that we can answer that, is you're right. God can do anything. But you think about the people who have been dead for thousands of years because they're included right. in yeah. the dead shall rise first. Their bodies have gone back to dust. Um, I... 
I can't remember exactly where it is in the Bible. I think it's Ecclesiastes. It says that when we die, that our bodies return to the earth that gave it. And God, we know God made us from the dust of the earth. And so we go back to that. But also think about people who have been burned alive throughout time who have, I mean, think about all the Jewish people who died in the concentration camps and were burned alive. So they're going to be included in that. Now, I want to show you something that will give you some understanding too, and it'll, it'll help you as far as what happens when Jesus comes back. Because remember, Paul said, Matt, that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, right? Right. And so in 1 Thessalonians, this is chapter 4, in verse 14, it says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so also which, uh, they which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. So that scripture in 14 is letting us know that those who have died, that their souls go to be with the Lord. And when Jesus returns, he brings those back with him. And those bodies, the, the dead bodies, will be reunited with those souls. They'll get their immortal body. And it says that we who are alive and left will be changed in the twinkling of an eye from mortal to immortal. So we don't know exactly how God's going to do all that, but it's a mystery. The Bible tells us it's a mystery. If you remember, you know, Paul says, I, I'll tell you a mystery. And then he tells you about the rapture. And so we don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but we know Jesus brings those souls back with him. The dead in Christ rise first, and then we who are alive and left will be changed, and all that happens at the rapture. Does that help you? That helps. And I, you know, I mean, to keep it simple, I, I just want to walk in heaven with Jesus and God. Amen. That's my goal. Yes, sir. That's the goal. So, yeah, but I appreciate you guys, and I'll start watching your show. Well, Matt, um, we have an app called End Time Plus. Are you technologically savvy at all where you could download the app and watch our show there? I'll, I'll probably just go on the Internet. i got a laptop, and I'll go to End Time. Well, it, it's a web app as well. So what I'd like to do is give you free access to that because there is a monthly subscription for a lot of the content that's on there. There's a lot that's free, but there is paid stuff too, including our yeah. brand-new series, Understand the End Time and Irvin's last series, Revelation. So I'd like to gift that to you for six months. That way you could go in there and go through our series and um, learn our position on a number of these things that we've discussed so far in greater detail if you're willing to accept that gift. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably just look at your your website. This is the first time okay. that I've, I've seen it. So have you guys got a TV show on, on cable? We uh, Yes, we do. We're on TV, well, radio, internet. So we can, um, we can send you that information if you'd like to stay on hold and get your email address. We'd ha be happy to send you. Well, actually, it's on our website, too, so we don't even need your email address for that. If you go to okay. endtime.com underneath uh, watch, there's a schedule option there, and there's yeah, a whole list of, of everywhere that our show is at. Yeah, I see it right here. Okay. All right, hey, Matt, thanks nice. so much for calling. Yeah, yeah Matt. Thanks a lot. You really educated me today. All right. Well, we appreciate your call, and thank you for uh, listening. Okay, have a great day. You God too, bless sir. You. All right, we're going to go up to Missouri now. Mark is watching there. Mark, welcome to the End Time Show. All right, we are waiting on Mark. Uh, I guess let us know when Mark's ready, because we're ready for Mark. <laughs> Doug? Yes. I love getting to talk to Matt there, brand new listener. and uh, Yeah. Uh, I always love it when people call and have a 
have a good uh, conversation with folks. So Absolutely. Appreciate that. All right, we're told that Mark is ready now. So, Mark, welcome to the End Time Show. Yeah, um, you know, we're talking about this rapture stuff and everything, and, you know, we're going to get these new bodies of flesh. And I think there's also a lot of misunderstanding about that because, you know, Jesus said he's going to, you know, Lord first says he's going to create a heaven on earth. Um, and uh, when we get these new bodies, we're not going up to heaven with God and the angels. We're going to be right here on earth. Yeah, there's going to be a thousand-year reign here, uh, but we're going to be immortal, which is going to be pretty cool because if you remember the things that Jesus could do with his spiritual body, his immortal body, uh, we're going to be able to do that too. And, uh, you know, Mark, one of the things that... Um, Pastor Baxter used to say that I would crack up at because I was a youth pastor for many years before I came to work here at End Time. And he said, boy, wouldn't it be great to be a youth minister during the thousand year millennial reign and be immortal? And your, your youth group would be somewhere acting up and you could just appear out of nowhere and scare them to death. And so, you know, it was funny for me because there, there were moments that I walked, on on my, walked in on my youth group and... <laughs> Had to scare them into uh, getting back on the Jesus page. So, yeah. Right. But I mean, we're going to be—we're not going to be floating around in heaven, right? You know? I mean, I think that's the point I was trying to make. Absolutely. With God and the angels, because He created man to be right. in flesh. You know, because I mean, I've heard stories that that was one of the reasons why Satan convinced the angels that followed him was that because God gave man the ability to create life, which they can't do. Just like God, that's why the, we're in the image of God. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, that's the other thing a lot of people uh, need to understand is that the Bible says that we'll be priest and rule and reign with Christ for that thousand years. So we're actually going to be uh, helping the people that live into the millennial reign. You, we know that Jewish people will live into the millennial reign because we see that in Zechariah 14. And we also know people from the nations that invade Israel will physically live into the millennial reign. And the Bible tells us that a person that dies at the age of 100 will be but a youth when they die at 100 years old. So we also know life is going to be extended the way it was in creation. So I would imagine that that thousand year reign is going to be more like it was in the Garden of Eden. The earth is going to change. We know, you know that it says that the uh, lion shall lay down with the lamb and, and all those scriptures that we have where it sounds like it's going to return to like a, a paradise like it was in the Garden of Eden. And we'll actually get to minister to people during that time. Yep, that's exactly the way I look at it. That's the way I understand it. Yes, sir. God, I love you guys. You know how much I love you? Well, we appreciate that, Mark. How much, Mark? I'm dying to know. Oh, happy okay. birthday. Well, you know, you. Doug was joking earlier, but I, him and I used to kind of text and talk a little bit on the phone before he got a big uh, TV star. Yeah, so. he doesn't answer my calls either anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Whatever. Mark, we appreciate well, hearing from you. God bless you. We do have a few more calls to get to if we can, so thank you so much for your call. We're going to go to Texas now. Uh, Walt is watching there. Walt, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, guys, it's uh, Walt Tollefson in Belton, Texas. We miss you, Walt. Man, so good to hear Walt. from you. It is good to hear oh, from you. I'll tell you what, it's wonderful to hear from you. I do appreciate the prayers that you say for me in, in some of your morning meetings. I, uh, I'm doing well. The MS was totally stopped a year ago uh, when I went down to Mexico and had that procedure done. And, uh, you know, now I'm just 64 years old uh, yesterday. 
Wow. Yeah, he was four. Well, happy birthday <laughs> to you, Walt. Yeah, happy birthday to you. Well, well thanks. Uh, we're a bunch of birthday boys. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment to let you guys know how much of a blessing it was for me to complete the Jerusalem Prophecy College course. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, uh, I hear all these questions every time about this and that and this and that, and if people would really like to get a grasp of prophecy, uh, it's worth going through the course, whether it takes you months or a year or more. Mm -hmm. uh, it has just opened up so much understanding to me, and watching the news and kind of getting a feel for what's going on uh, as you see the the tension worldwide uh, ramping up daily, you kind of know the Sixth Trumpet War is about upon us. Right. And, uh, uh, and, and furthermore, you know, the timing of the rapture and why and when, and, and just going through the entire Bible and getting a good grasp of Bible history and learning, you know, uh, that, that both the Old Testament points towards Jesus and the New Testament is his ministry, and it it's just so wonderful. So that's what I wanted to do here at the end of your show today was just say God bless end time. And uh, I really encourage anyone who has not signed up for Jerusalem Prophecy College to do so. Amen. There you go. Well, well, 59 bucks for a course. Is it worth that? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's worth it. Let me tell you, uh, my buddy Paul uh, went through all of them with me. We what we did was we turned each lesson, you know, each lesson, my gosh, each uh, lesson has a bunch of lessons in it, you know, 13 or 14 lessons, something like that. And it's it's a Bible study. I mean, each time you start out with prayer, you, you can stop it, you can go back and study, you know, you can, you can really get a feel for it before you move on to the next lesson. Absolutely. And, and Walt, just, we're, we're up against the end of the show. I'm sorry, but I have to cut you off there. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com uh, to participate in JPC Online. You can join with the Jews that are stuttering every single week uh, by doing that and rolling in the online courses, which is the online version, of course. Go to EndTime.com, watch on EndTime.com to keep up with thousands of hours of content that's totally free for you because of wonderful partners like yourself that give every single month at endtime.com slash gift. We'll be back right back here on Monday. Doug will be a year older. Happy birthday, Doug. One last Thanks. time. Put it in the comments. We'll see you then.